they'll say markets are good and all, but we ain't exactly liquid. <laughs> I see. Another charitable donation from the uh, Bank of Finnevere. I see. Why would you want to go back out there? For riches, of course. I need to find my brother. Give me the ugly. <laughs> Perhaps I can teach you a few things if you're learning about the area. Now, my question to you is, have we decided where we are staying at night? I don't think we've gotten oh. around to it yet. What is your name? It's Brunhilda. All right, fine. You can stay at the house. That's fine. Listen to that. Free lodging. Oh, my two favorite words in the same sentence. You thought you had a deadly fruit in hand, but you got a watermelon instead. <laughs> this should be a cause for celebration. You brought friends home. We should go to the party tonight down at the Flay and Slayer's Tavern. Hi guys, and welcome back to season one, episode four of The Gate Chronicles. I am your GM, and I guess I would be considered a host of this. I am Snow. I I GM this thing. I've already said that, but I also play in the other podcast and the odd campaign. So yeah, you should be listening to both. Uh, keep going. Hi, I'm Quentin. I play Charles Smoot, who's an indisclosed upper aged biology teacher and is been thrust into this frivolous world. Does he always roll his R's? Um, no, but I do. Hi, I'm uh, Jaden and I play Finnevir, and I have been looking after these odd fellows who have come to our world or our time or whatever is going on. <laughs> indeed, whatever is going on, indeed. You know who doesn't care? Alfred K. Mest, and he's here I don't know why he's here yet, but he'll figure it out. He'll figure himself out, I'm sure. Exactly. I don't know why he's here, but he's here. All right, well, continuing with introductions, uh, I'm Andrew. I will be playing Alan Taylor. Yay! In the spirit of Alan Taylor, Andrew is wearing plaid. He is in character. This is not a flannel. This is a polyester shirt. This is like the farthest thing from country clothing you could wear. It's pl That's not true. It's plaid. Well, let me uh, bring us in here a little bit. Look at this lovely. Um, apparently, I think you guys have only been here. Like, it's been like three days of total yeah. game time. Maybe it's only been two days. How many days has it been? We slept twice. Uh, we slept, so slept twice. twice in the woods. Okay. We slept twice, twice in, the in the woods. I remember sleeping yeah. one night in the woods. We time skipped the second night. I thought we... How do days work? We're going to say it's Dun, day uh, We woke up day one. We slept one day in the woods. Day two. We slept another day in the woods. Day three. Day three. And then okay. we showed up in town. Currently okay. on evening three. It's nighttime. We're going to a to bar. Going clubbing. Yeah, we're yeah, going man. to the Flay and Slayers yeah, Tavern. Yeah, so tell me, yeah, what exactly happened last episode? We pissed off Molly. We did upset Amali. We uh, broke into Amali's house and no, sloshed we broke some watermelon. We did not break in. We, we were invited in by Broomhilda. 
Correction. We were invited into someone's house who does not own the house and sloshed watermelon all over the place. Well, Broomhilda does live there. All over the place. You're the one that was experimenting with the watermelon. Yeah, and I was keeping it clean. Gosh. You're the one just digging into it indiscriminately. Look, either you enjoy the watermelon or you sin. Because anything aside from enjoying the watermelon is sinful. I don't I, don't I studied know the nice. watermelon. Oh, yes, you did study that watermelon. Um, Actually, we're going to start this off very interestingly. Uh, Who ate watermelon? I know that it was David and Alan. Did Alfred eat it? Uh, He probably would have had like a little piece during his uh, investigation, but that was about it. Smoot and Finnevere are enjoying a wonderful cup of tea right now. Yeah, you guys are enjoying that tea. Yep, tea and bread and little pieces of jerky. Yeah, you know, some just tea and biscuits. Alan Taylor, I'm going to need you to roll. Is it a constitution saving throw against drunkenness? Uh, Fortitude, yeah. Is it fortitude? Oh, I'm th- I keep saying D&D stuff. You do. I don't know why either. 20. That, that is pretty good. Well, don't worry. Things tasted great. That watermelon was excellent. Now, let me roll for David. I have no idea how well David would do on this. So this is how we're starting this game out. Uh, possibly with a drunk character. Who knows? I'm sorry. What Ma. do you do with a drunken NPC? Dang it. That doesn't fit. What do you do with a drunken David? What do you do with a drunken David? What do you do with a drunken David early in the morning? It's, it's actually, actually later, later in the, into the afternoon. Yeah, I was about to say it's closer to the evening. So, so how but does our watermelon loving uh, lockpick using character <laughs> feel like right now? So David, after eating copious amounts of the watermelon that was available, seems as he stands up from where he was before you guys started heading out, seems a little bit unbalanced. It's a good way and of putting it. That, that is a nice way to put it. He seems a little unbalanced and he does appear to be inebriated. Mm, big fancy words. Mm, big fancy words are, are the best thing. Gotta get our so, dictionaries out for today's episode. Let's just begin the way all games should begin with drunken people um you're gonna be walking places so that should be fun you make your way from the hilltop house down the wooded path through the thinning brush you can see small flickering lights like fireflies dotted around the village below a familiar symphony of insects fills your ears and a gentle breeze licks at your hair while the branches above shift to the rhythm of the wind Accompanying this song of nature, a series of melodious whistles and drums faintly travel through the night air. And finally, as you breach the tree line and enter the village, the overture of nature fades into a quieter hum in the background as the song of the village draws you in further. So, all of you can start making perception checks, please. Well, got a 24. 23. 8 perception. Okay. So... When you arrive to your destination, you all see a large tent structure on a raised platform. The face of this tent is open where you can see the inside entirely, almost like a stage. Uh, Similar to the large structure at the center of the village, it seems to be made of a wooden frame with a taut stretched canvas overhead covering the entire building except for the entrance. Tables filled with many people from the village are interspersed across the floor, and benches that are carved from the wall line all the way to the back. And it seems as if this building is longer than it seemed when you first approached. But 
A warm glow from the braziers welcomes you inside. And as you guys begin to step up, Cece immediately throws off the hood of her cloak with a gleeful squeal, to which Amali, almost immediately and reflexively, pulls the hood back over her head, causing her large smile to become an equally large pout with a smattering of annoyance. Now, before you all left the house, Amali did agree that you guys could attend the Flame Slayer's Tavern on one condition that Cece had to wear a hooded cloak with the line per usual to keep you safe. Of course, Cece refused unless everyone was wearing a cloak. So after some bemoaning by Cece, Amali was forced to produce a stash of cloaks that he had purchased earlier in the day. And you're all wearing cloaks. Finnevere, you were just taken in by the sight of this beautiful area. Like it's very well lit. And as you go up there, you see that there is a small race platform on top of this platform where you see a band that's playing. Uh, let's see. Alan and Mr. Smoot and Alfred. You all, as you walk in, are more clearly able to see that it appears this place is packed. There are almost no tables open on this floor. And you realize that it looks like as you walk up the stairs, there seems to be a second floor of some kind, but you don't really see where the stairs are until you walk in a little bit further and you see that they're towards the back near another door. You guys are now entering into the building. Uh, in addition, you also, specifically for Smoot and Al, as you're walking in, you see that there are several tables of people where they seem to be getting up and rotating around and moving from seat to seat after a few moments. And you see somebody throwing down a pile of cards and there's laughter, but also some frustration as they get up and move from the table. They appear to be playing some sort of card game. You also notice in the far back corner of the room on the opposite side of the stairs is a woman sitting alone at a table. And occasionally you see somebody approach the table and sit down with her for a moment and then they get up and leave. So what do you do? Well, first I'd like to go, oh, Cece, I almost forgot. <laughs> I, I uh, produce my mask. It's a, a white wooden mask with the uh, black details and small red accents. Oh, what's this for? Well, Amali was very, uh, I, I speak in hushed tones to try to not get uh, Amali's attention. Like, Amali was uh, specific about how Cece should not show her face, and not, that's why we're wearing these cloaks. But, and I nudged the uh, mask towards her. Oh. <laughs> so you're saying I can use this? Oh. And she looks really happy, and she take, she's kind of like biting her bottom lip, and she's looks like she's plotting. It would be a shame if it uh, fell out of my inventory for a moment. It would be a shame if it somehow ended up on the floor where somebody could pick it up to use it. Yes. For potentially nefarious purposes. <laughs> I slided slowly onto the ground. <laughs> um, please roll sleight of hand for that. 13. The mask slides out of your hand unintentionally placed on the floor. Who could ever have guessed that something would ever happen with all that stuff on your back? To which Cece is going to kind of sidestep in front of it while Amali is out front talking to one of the barmaids uh, who seems to be gesturing and pointing up as if saying upstairs. So she goes 
and she picks up the mask and tucks it into the inside of her cloak. I'll use this later. Ah, whatever could you possibly be talking about? I give a smile and smirk as I uh, dart off towards the uh, musicians. Okay, wonderful. Is there anything else anyone wanted to do right now? I want to walk up to the woman that people were uh, sitting down with her and leaving. Okay, so you, you will go to approach this woman who is in the back corner. All right, roll a perception check for me to get a better look. Three. <laughs> What's that roll? Three. This is where the fun begins. in mystery. He's already drunk. <laughs> you know what? Heck can you heck can you make another fortitude save? That's punishment enough. Already uh, drunk. Fifteen. That's pretty good. Alright. It's pretty good, but you're starting to feel some strange effects on yourself. Things seem a bit hazy, and also you just feel a little bit less inhibited to do things. It's that dang Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You say, it's that dang Carol Baskin, and the woman just looks up from the table. Excuse me? What? Ah, uh, nothing. I was uh, a saying from where I come from. She adjusts herself in her seat and gracefully lifts one of her hands, shifting her palm and touching it uh, with her other, like with her fingers very gently. And she seems to be like beating her fingers along to the music. Can I help you? I don't know. I saw a few uh, gentlemen sit down and seem to have a chat with you and then stand up. I was curious what that was all about. Ah. You seem to be some sort of palmist. Not necessarily palms. I can read them, however. Are you seeking to know your fortune? Would you like to know your fortune? Or would you like to know where the bathroom is? Hey, heck, why not both? (laughs) Hey, heck, why not both? I'm sorry, the second part wasn't actually. Um, but anywho, so you say, why not? And she says, please, then take a seat. Well, then I will sit down. Do I have to roll to sit down? <laughs> no. Mm, you could. <laughs> no, but you normally should make a perception check when you're looking at somebody. I, I, I did. Um, I know. I know. So you sit down at her table. She pulls out from the side of the table a deck of cards, which she then places on the table face down and she begins to shuffle them around sporadically and then she pulls them back together and splits the deck a few times and then she says place your hand on the cards and ask me your question i'll uh, place my hand on the deck of cards and i'll say will i find the answers i'm looking for ah yes she just pauses very broad question (laughs) we'll get a very broad answer (laughs) i should specify I lost my train of thought as soon as I opened my mouth. Oh no, the train of thought. Choo-choo. It has derailed most hilariously. It left the station never to return. There was a there was a squirrel. But <laughs> um, is a dog running the, this train? Yes. That explains a lot. So she begins to place down three cards face down. And she looks at you and she flips them one at a time. As she flips the card, she stares down at them and then looks up at you. You shall get the answers that you seek in due time. However, it will take effort on your part. Well, I guess that's fair enough. As I said, broad question gets broad answers. But she chuckles and you can't really see her face. Her face is shrouded by this almost like purple 
hooded veil that's very like opaque you can't really see through it at all but you can see like her lips kind of smart and she chuckles a little bit but the only other thing you can tell is that she seems to be a little bit darker skinned i do have another question for you miss how specific do your divinations usually get depending upon the specificity of the question as specific as i need to get so if i asked you i don't know what year or day some particular event was going to happen on might you be able to answer that (laughs) the spirits are not always generous with specificity however the generosity does tend to provide just enough information to get by well i'd say my curiosity is rather sated at this point you have a wonderful rest of your evening miss i for one i'm gonna find some food (laughs) all right so uh and uh, as he stands up to leave he'll uh put his hand out to 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 to, like grab her hand not forcefully but like he'll let he'll put his hand out Mm -hmm. and sort of if if she'll if she'll give him her hand he'll lift her hand and sort of gracefully shake it she goes back to doing what she was before where she was touching her palm and she tilts her head up a little bit and appears to be looking at what you're doing but there is no reciprocation of it well then he'll he'll, he'll give a sort of uh, awkward cut uh, i guess sort of bow <laughs> like sort of like that sort of head nod kind of bow she nods back and continues to prattle her fingers on her palm i'm gonna go find some food <laughs> all right can i roll a perception check for smoot to see if he saw what alan taylor was doing <laughs> sure 11 11 you say 11 i say i mean it you you saw her in the back early and it did kind of pique your interest so i mean as you were scanning over the area you did see alan i mean it's not like he didn't just like sneak by he literally walked by you straight back and you did see that he was talking with the woman and that it seemed like he was trying to get something from her um but you did see her put down the cards on the table. I'll approach Mr. Taylor. Okay. What was that all about? Well, that lady's either a hack or a witch. <laughs> <laughs> general statements tend to get general answers. <laughs> Pretty aptly put, in my opinion, though I'm leaning towards more of the hack side. Were you able to glean anything useful out of her? Not particularly. What did you ask? <laughs> if I'll find the answers I'm looking for. What are the questions you're asking? What year is it? Why didn't you just ask that? You might actually just know. Because she'll probably give me some weird answer with however the heck they manage measure time nowadays. At least that would be something to go off of. Where was I? (laughs) I think you were looking for food. You're more accurately in the tavern. I want to just like kind of walk onto the stage and just start singing along to their songs and that's just what I'm doing if that's okay. That is fine. You start to sing along. Please tell uh, please roll your perform. I did. It's a 32. You stand up there and you begin to sing beautiful ballads along with this and folk songs and the crowd is eating it up. They are absolutely loving it. And you actually get flicked a few coins um, to yourself in addition to what's going into the hat for the the bard group who's just playing along and enjoying playing with you. (laughs) Coins. I love coins. (laughs) I play with as much fervor as possible. Alfred, was there anything? I guess... Is there like a a bar where a bartender or anything is working so anything like that so as you guys walked in you saw that there was like this like an island bar 
kind of thing in the back, but it appears to be there a door behind it where it looks almost like that's probably where a kitchen is. So it looks like a bar kitchen combo. Okay. Is there anyone working it or anything? You see that there are at least three people behind um, who are passing out beverages and handing out food to other barmaids to kind of go around and pass out that food. All right. Um, I guess I would... Is there, like, seats or anything in front of the bar? So when you came in, you guys all saw that almost every seat is taken. Like, it is crowded in here. Um, You do see that Amali is coming back towards you, and he approaches, and he says, Well, it's pretty tight down here, but apparently there's a little bit of seating upstairs. Did Charles come back over to the group? Yeah. Probably to overhear the conversation. Because I assumed that... Um, unless anybody else had said that they had moved anywhere, they were just kind of standing there. Uh, Cece is waiting patiently, surprisingly, uh, but Kelsey's also next to her, and they're kind of just looking like Cece's wide-eyed with excitement. Kelsey's wide-eyed with terror. <laughs> I'm just going to go have a little chat with some of the locals around here. I'll meet you all upstairs when in a while, if we're, that's where we're going to meet up. Cece kind of just walks over to you, Alfred, and she's like, oh, can I come with you? Please, Amali, can I go with him? This would be so exciting. I would love to meet some of the other people in town. I, I'd like to perception <laughs> check Amali right now and see what Please kind do. of look he's giving me. Nine. <laughs> he's pretty blank. He He's just staring, and you can't really get a read on what he's thinking. But after a few moments, he says... Five minutes with him. All right. And then upstairs. All right. Well, you heard the man. Yes. Come on, Kelsey. This is going to be so much fun. We get to talk to people. Oh, we get to talk to all the people. Oh, great. <laughs> just just what I wanted. Talking to people I don't know. <laughs> uh. So the girls are trailing along with you, Alfred. Okay. I'm going to go over towards like the end of the bar. Uh, lean on the counter and I'm going to ask for the bartender for uh, see if I can get a list of drinks. Absolutely. So um, you basically say what to get their attention. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Hmm? And a larger gentleman comes over to you. Yes. I'd like to order some drinks. Do you have a menu or anything I could peruse? Sure. And he points to a sign on the wall behind him, which is made of wood and appears to be like a strange mix of English and some other language. It's kind of hard to read, but you did get a chance to read. I studied this slightly. <laughs> I you studied can kind it slightly. Of read it. Uh, what would what do I want to roll for? Linguistics. Like, there are pretty common words in there, but it looks like some of it's also just a mix of other things. It's Spanglish. It's like what America did to all the other languages, except it was done to America. Oh. <laughs> 21, so not terrible. Okay. You are able to decipher what the board is saying. Some of the words, it actually looks like they went back to using kind of like shorthand in some of the words. Uh, I guess I'll ask the ladies if there's anything they'd like to get. So the moment that you ask, Cece immediately like kind of 
puts both of her hands on the counter and leans up and pushes herself up. She's like, okay, so um, I want the potatoes, I both the mashed and the baked, and also the beef stew, and uh, the, ooh, uh, ooh, shepherd's pie would sound good. Oh, this all looks so good. Can we just get one of everything? Do I have the funds for one of everything? It's like a hundred, a hundred coppers of silver, and I have like ten silver, right? I believe so. You know what? Sure, we'll, we'll, we'll. I'll take an order of everything. Okay. Four silver and twenty-one copper. We'll go with uh, four ales, and I'll, I'll see if they have water for the ladies. They do have water, but it's... I don't think Amali's going to let me get ale for Cece. Cece Cece and Kelsey. uh, Well, Cece looks indignantly at you, and she just stares as you say, water for the ladies. Listen, I'm pretty sure Amali's going to take my head if I give you alcohol. But he doesn't have to know. Oh, really twisting my my arm here, aren't you? Hmm... Yeah, okay, fine. One ale, don't just go, don't just immediately start drinking it. I'll say I ordered two of them, okay? All right, all right, sounds good. How about you, Kelsey? Would you like some ale? No, I'm fine, actually. I, I, whatever we had when we were in the forest was really good, but I don't really like a lot of alcohol. Fair enough. (laughs) So you get one of everything on the menu. Uh, I guess while I'm waiting, while I'm waiting for the food to start coming out, I'd, I'd ask around if anyone's heard any interesting rumors. Okay, so that would be a diplomacy for intel gathering in this scenario. You could also make a perception check if you want to try and see if you ever hear things versus talking to people. That's up to you, though. Can I do both? You could do both. Okay, we'll try a diplomacy check first. And we'll see how that goes for now. Okay. 18. Is anyone feeling particularly chatty? So you kind of start talking to some of the people who are sitting at the bar drinking. And essentially, it kind of comes up where you hear that there was this big herd of blue fan elk that were wandering in the fields recently. And it was pretty exciting. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Hey Quinn, you want to go hunt them? <laughs> we. It's the return of the of the Runenders. Return of the Runender. So, so these people are like talking about the blue fan elk, and you kind of just kind of enter into that conversation, and you learn a little bit about these creatures um, from their descriptions that they're ginormous elk, and they're really valued for um, their ability to pull things because they're very large and a lot of the creatures that they have uh, domesticated or tend to be smaller so wild elk are very valuable okay was there any other information that you would be looking for would you ask Um, anything specific maybe things out of the ordinary happening recently or anything like that one of the men who's sitting at the bar kind of turns to you when you start asking about strange things and he says, why do you ask that? Uh, just wondering. I'm new in town. Wanted to know what was going on, where I should stay clear of and whatnot. Oh, well, that makes sense, I guess. But best thing you can do, just stay clear of the Red Guard. 
they've been coming around lately, so, I mean, it's just common sense at this point. Right. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the information. Cece does say, ah, you took so long ordering food. I actually have to go now. Dang, damn it. So she starts going up the stairs, which are very close to the bar. And she heads up and Kelsey tags along with her. You were abandoned by the women. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Finn, was there anything else you were going to do? Uh, yes. After, I guess, uh, sharing my voice and going down and talking with the crowd a bit, receiving compliments, if any. You do receive compliments. Many from many young ladies. Mm. This might be an unknown story beat, but Finnevere is 110% oblivious to those kinds of things. His interest is in uh, profit. <laughs> do I notice that uh, any of the party's gone? Please roll perception. Because I feel like your character was so enthralled with himself, like, actually singing and enjoying himself on stage. Like, I just imagine he was up there not only singing, but also kind of dancing. Oh, yeah. I could totally get caught up in the moment. So you definitely caught up in that moment. So make a perception check. Seven. Your character was very distracted by this, and he did not really see anyone go off. Uh, you're searching through the crowd, like, wait, looking, but you don't see anybody because they're, they're kind of just blending into the crowd and you're being swamped by a number of women who are blocking your view. All right, I dismiss it, go up to the counter, and uh, I'll pay for enough um, ale to fill up my cask and then maybe a little extra. So the ale is four copper pieces for like a cup of it. So if you went up to the counter and you asked the barkeep, the large gentleman, uh, who seems to be like towering over the table and over people who are there, also maybe that he's standing on a platform you're not quite sure uh you go over and you ask him it's down about 50 ounces which is like three-ish cups so he says that would be eight copper i mm, i readily put the eight copper on the table you place the copper down on the table and he takes it merrily and he reaches out a hand your cask please i hand him the cask as well as ask so, what's the festivities about? I'm new in town. Quite curious. Well, this is a town where not much goes on, so this tends to be the life of this village. I said town, not village, but yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, I guess we would uh, in indulge in a bit of merriment back in Teba. Oh, you're from Teba? Yes. First time out and about. Well, in a long time, anyway. I have a cousin who w was up there not too long ago said it was lovely. Really? Yes. I probably know them. It wouldn't be Sid, would it? <laughs> Sid? Yeah, the, the old man. I don't know any Sid, no. My cousin is, uh, his name is Tony. Antonio. Do I know Antonio? I would say that your character probably didn't run into him because the barkeep, who you learn his name is uh, Gregory. He says, yeah, he was just up there recently, not long ago, probably about a month or so. But you hadn't, hadn't been in Taba for a little while, so I don't think you would have ran into him. Well, maybe I'll see him when I get back. I'll give him your regards. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Is there anything else I can get you? Well, it's probably best that I meet back up with my crew. I explain the brief descriptions of Amali and uh, several of the others. I'm sorry, I can't say I saw them. I've been a little busy behind the counter. Um, Understandable. If they're not down well, here, they might be up upstairs. The good work. Thank you. You too. Oh, I'll give it a shot. I'll head upstairs. Unless I'm stopped. Nope. You by can, you know. You can head upstairs. <laughs> oh, by you know. Who's you know? 
the crowd, I can be fairly easily swayed. <laughs> you could be fairly easily swayed. Uh, let me just roll for the ple- for the joy of this crowd. No, you are relieved easily uh, because there is another person that approaches onto the stage and begins a performance that gathers all of their attention away from you. Mm. The women are fickle. Aren't they all? (laughs) So you begin to head upstairs. All right. Let's see. Uh, What is Charles up to? I probably, he probably would have just head upstairs with uh, Amalia and all of them. All right. And is there anything else Alan would have done downstairs or would he have gone upstairs to? Alan? Yeah. Nah, he would have just gone upstairs at this point and on the table with everyone else. Okay. Alfred, after some time, people, your food starts to get ready, but one of the barmaids comes up to you and she says, you ordered so much food, I would feel terrible to make you carry this. If you would like, you go go and find your table and we'll bring the food to you. All right, that sounds delightful. (laughs) And I'll start heading up towards the upstairs and see if I can't find my crew. Ah, perfect, perfect. So you go upstairs, and as you walk up the stairs, you see that in the far, not really far back, I guess it would be towards the front, so that that would be the far back from where you are. You guys walk up the stairs, and towards the far back, you see that there is a table where your friends are sitting. Well, your compatriots more so. And it does seem to be a little crowded up here as well, but nowhere near as bad as it was downstairs. All right, I'll head over to the table. So you sit down at the table, and now you are all seated around a table. Cece kind of just smiles, and she's clapping her hands. The music is a little bit quieter up here. It's not as loud because you're getting the mediation from the floor, but she's clapping along, and she just says, I am so happy that we're getting to do this. I, It just makes me think of home. It, Cece, it, is this not your home? Roll a diplomacy for me. If you don't mind, I'll take my once per day action to rotate twice and take the higher result. Did we? I thought you used that last time. Or was it Bardic Knowledge? I have uh, an ability that lets me add one if I motivate myself once per day. And I I, I do remember saying, like, you can do this at the the blacksmith. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. That's fine. Uh, 27. Well, no... This is just my first time here, and I'm just really excited. I, I was raised by my grandfather, and and she kind of looks over at Amali, who just kind of is looking down, not really making eye contact with anybody. But she says, and I had a really big family, so it's been a long time since I've had a chance to sit at a table with people. Well, I didn't have a terribly large family. But a friend of mine did, and I invited myself to dinner many times. <laughs> so I know what you mean about missing a, a larger gathering, especially when the mother was so good at cooking. <sighs> yes, I just keep thinking about all the stuff that happened. And it was just, it was so much fun when we were in Taija. I mean, um, she kind of stops herself. Um, when I was at home. <laughs> I've never been to Taija. Been meaning to make my way up there someday. I hear it's quite the sight. And to which Amali kind of stands up and he stops and he says, please do not go on any further. That's enough. Right, right. Have it your way. Why is so touchy on the subject? He just looks at you and he appears to be getting a little frustrated. It is not something that we can talk about right now. And we don't know you. Sure, but generally mentioning about one's home life or past is how you get to know one another. 
Not everyone. Everyone's got something that they'd rather not share. It's perfectly normal. I'd it's like, it's best, probably best not to pry. Besides, we're at a party. This is a time to enjoy yourself, not grill everyone you meet. Oh, I'm sorry, is this not American enough for you? Nothing is, and that's why I'm what I'm trying to figure out. So, where are you guys from? Ohio. <laughs> New York. Oh. Are these, like, new villages? Or no. Tribes? Old ones. Old, old cities. Very old, apparently. Ohio cities. was a state. Smooth. Well, New York was a city. Taylor. I, I and a state. And, like, city slicker. I'll quietly whisper. We found them in the dark woods. Not sure how long they were there. Oh. Oh, um. And she kind of like whispers back, but not like really whispering. It's like this half um, undertone, but also like you're meant to hear it kind of thing. So they're crazy. You could say that, but it'd be rude. I wasn't talking to you. No, but you were talking about him. Behind our backs, if you weren't intending for us to hear it, too. Which, does that make it any better? Technically, I'm in front of your back, so it's in front of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't take We're that not seriously. crazy. We're just not from around now, as far as we know. What do you mean, you're not from... I don't understand. Neither do we exactly. Long story short, we went to sleep somewhere from where we come from and woke up in that same building... But it looked like the building had been abandoned for a very long time. So you were abandoned as a child? No. That's a way of thinking of it. For us, it was about three days ago what we went to sleep. So you went to sleep three days ago and you woke up somewhere you didn't really know three days ago, but you don't remember when? But you just I said believe we were asleep for a lot longer than three days. Maybe you were to sleep for like 14 days. Mm, could have been. Could have been a lot longer, though. Takes a little more than 14 days for steel roofs to dilapidate like that. Steel roofs? Buildings where, made of metal. Where we woke up, we were in ruins. Place was a completely well-built building back when we entered. And when we exit, completely demolished. You woke up in ruins? Somali chimes in. Probably the ruins that you two were on your way to investigate. Jaden, would you like Finevere to to have a will save against being sad? About reminded about the past? I, I rolled it. He He's uh, in too far good of mood to be depressed right now. Amali just, as he said, he chimes in. You woke up in the ruins? That is what we said. To be precise, we technically woke up underneath the ruins. I mean, he kind of just leans forward. And he says, "It. I mean, I'm not surprised if you don't really remember reality as it is now. The ruins will do that to you. Darkwood tends to cloud the mind, make you think you were doing things that you weren't necessarily doing. Well, if we are planning on heading back to the same ruins that we originally came from, it should be fairly easy to show you what exactly it is we mean. I don't think you guys are ready to go back out. You're not really equipped for that. I bought a spear in the market. I still don't know why. What do you mean we're not equipped? We bought plenty of camping gear. Isn't it obvious? Isn't what obvious? 
Well, there are clearly things in the woods. Yes, namely like animals. animals. Yeah. And we don't have much ammo in that gun. Like deer and bear. What are you going to do if we get mauled down by a bear? You're going to wish we had something long and sharp on a stick. I mean, I suppose we can get a little bit more information on the wildlife, but generally bears aren't hostile. It's not the bears I'm worried about. Unless you're- You guys don't know what's out there, do you? No. I think we've made that pretty obvious, haven't we? This is exactly why I don't think you should go back out there. Seekers are the only ones that really should be going into ruins. We're the only ones that are prepared for that. Well, then where else do you expect us to find answers? I don't know. There's a lot I don't know. I'm sorry, that's not something that I'm good at. I'm just... Well, if it's not too offensive of an idea, I did hear that Tiger was pretty well established. They could have one of these libraries you were talking about. You shouldn't go to Taija. Well, then where should we go? We can't go back to where we came from for answers, and we can't go to the only place we've heard would have any form of knowledge. Uh, What's so bad about Taija anyway? What do they got, gangs? Something like that. It's not a good idea. I'm just going to get some fresh air. And he gets up and he walks away. I just go to my journal and cross off, go to Taija off my bucket list, just like, Scribble. (laughs) Go to Taja scribbles it off. That's so sad. My heart. Did the the bar people haven't brought us our food yet, have they? No, they have not brought it up yet. It's going to take some time. It's it's a quite full tavern, as we discussed. I go chase after Amali. Okay. So, uh, Cece, wait, uh, Brunhilda. Air quotes. Okay, I think we all know that I'm not actually Brunhilde here, so we can just drop the act. You ever seen this fortune teller lady that um, uh, Taylor was talking to earlier? Fortune teller lady? What? I'll take that as a no, and I feel like I shouldn't have mentioned anything now. There's a fortune teller? From my understanding, there's a hack fortune teller back down on the first floor. I was planning on talking to her. How do you know she's a hack if you haven't talked to her yet? Uh, Taylor did. He said he didn't get reliable information. I said she's either a witch or a hack. (laughs) So either way, she gets thrown in jail or burned. Yeah, pretty much. It's about the way to deal with him. (laughs) Cece just looks at you guys very confused about what that means. What? What do you mean, what? I don't understand. Like, that just sounds cruel. Yeah, so scamming people out of all of their money with false hopes. How do you know it's a scam? Well, why don't we go find out? Ooh, I like that idea. Let's do that. Alrighty then. I'm just going to sit here and stay. I don't need this kind of voodoo in my life. Kelsey signals and just like, would you mind if I went with you guys? I think that would be really interesting to go see. Sure. Be my guest. Oh, I see it. I see it in there, Jaden. Oh, it's there. It's there. It's there. (laughs) (laughs) He just grimaced. He just looked like he saw the grim in his teacup. Is Is it the ruined D20? It is the famed... D20 of mediocrity. It makes your story the least interesting possible. (laughs) So You just roll straight eights. You will nag crit in the places that make it feel like it matters the least. (laughs) Make it feel like your actions matter the least. It is the most insulting dice I've ever met. It's pretty insulting. I I do still feel bad about throwing it across the room. (laughs) (laughs) What, you don't... I got really mad and I threw it across the room and then I'm like, oh, that's not my property. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just we're just glad you didn't bring out, break out the tiny anvil and hammer. 
Anyway, so Kelsey does signal and says, would it be all right if I went along with you guys? Sure. What's wrong with one more? The girls get up. Cece grabs Kelsey's hand and runs out before you guys. It's going to be a long night. At least there's booze. Amen to that. Did you bring us ales? Best. Weren't you supposed to get food? I I did order some food. What, uh, where, where is it? Any drinks? I did order drinks. Where are they? That's a good question. <laughs> Shouldn't? Did you pay them? I believe so. So wait, let, let me get this straight. How how much money did you spend for literally getting nothing? Uh, I know. swear if you say all of it. I didn't spend all of my money. Good grief. Uh, how much did you spend then for literally nothing to show? Well, let's see. An amount greater than one. <laughs> one what? <laughs> you didn't pass Common Core math, did you? Goodness, who could pass Common Core? (laughs) 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 All right, we don't have time for this. Kelsey's getting way too far ahead. Smoot goes to follow after her. I will follow along as well. All right. Zach, are you going to sit at the table or are you going to go back down with them? I'm going to sit at the table. All right. Zach. Just you and David. You and David are sitting at the table. Waiting for food. (laughs) It may or may not never come. They both are just twiddling their thumbs, looking at each other. Okay, I guess, do you like, he nods at you like, Man nod. I'd imagine that David would be like really good at twiddling his thumbs. He's really good at twiddling his thumbs. Like he could do that thing where you flick the coin between your fingers. He doesn't have any coins. He never got any from you, so he can't. He didn't say he was going to help. You have any coins? Did did you just sigh? I didn't see your mouth move. (laughs) 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 Basically what happened. I had a bad thought. (laughs) Please share your bad thought. It might happen. One makes drugs. The other one distributes or uses them. <laughs> now we just need a financial backer. <laughs> another. Getting another a little. General, getting a little political here. Another genu- uh, generous donation from the Great Bank of Finnevere. Ah, <laughs> uh, Finnevere of Funding drug escapades since. What year is it? <laughs> Whenever the heck it is. Since uh, today. Goodness. So. Daphne looks at you. What do you think about all of this? It's, well, clearly we're no longer wherever we were originally. That is... As far as that goes. That is kind of how this works. We're not in Kansas anymore, I can tell you that much. Pretty sure we're in Virginia. I'm I'm still quite torn between separate timeline or just separate world entire. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, Well, I have two going theories right now as to what's going on. One, yes, we've been asleep for thousands, maybe thousands and hundreds of thousands of years. Or two, we're in a completely separate universe. Ah, multiverse theory. I like that one. Let's go with that one. That's cool. See, that's what I wanted to lean towards, but depending on how we, how the history of this world is written, we may find out that it's not right. There are a lot of things that aren't right about this place. I'll tell you one thing. Where is the dang food? I mean, they seemed quite busy down there. The watermelon was good and all, but I I am hungry. That didn't last very long. Now, let me tell you. So you and David continue this conversation about possible alternate universes or thousands of years in the future. Although David does not seem to understand everything you're saying, he's acting like he does. He, he, he wants to nod and pretend like he knows what's going on. He does seem to be listening very intently, though, and absorbing all the information that you are spewing. 
All right. So, Finnevir, you did chase after Amali. Amali um, storms off, goes downstairs, and seems to go towards the front entrance of the building. All right. So I guess I catch him to him. Uh, do I catch him before or after the door? It depends on how fast you want to run after him. I mean, he's just yeah. like storming off. So I'll, I'll kind of let him like storm for a little while until he gets outside. To okay. where so you it, let him cool off just a little bit. Yeah. All right. All right. So you get up to him just as he's like getting ready to step out into like the moonlight and taking a deep, fresh. Wait, David. De- de- <laughs> what the words? <laughs> the words. Take in a deep breath of fresh air. There we go. That's the one. That's the one. So I'll catch up to him and say, so what was that all about? <sighs> not now, Finn. Look, I'm not asking for actual answers here. Look, when I agreed to join with you, <clears throat> it, you may remember it a little differently than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Please do go on. I didn't even expect to be partners, but I did expect at least to be included on what your plans were. You're always being so vague and angry. Look, I can be okay with that too. Obviously, you're doing a good job of taking care of your sister or a sibling or however, whatever your arrangement is. Huh? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not here to part pry into your personal life. I'm trying to be useful so we can both make a buck. <sighs> it's like, I see a lot of potential in these people. They can be annoying, I think, for you at least. I, <laughs> I see so much more. They may have gone a little crazy from the dark woods. Jury's still out for, as far as I'm concerned. I think this is a real opportunity here. Look, if you're not enjoying the party, maybe take a breather. These opportunities don't come out too often to sit down and enjoy yourself. So if you ask me, I'd say come back inside. Roll diplomacy. I I actually rolled really high, uh, 28. Amali looks at you and he seems to be contemplating what you're saying. And he finally responds after a moment of silence. You're right. I'm just... I've got a lot on my mind, and I'm not trying to be angry. It's just, they're dumb. (laughs) Dumb people have a wonderful place in this world. They were walking in the forest of the forgotten without any weapons, armor. One of them had armor or something like that on. I I don't know, but like, they were just out there, just walking. Who does that? Except idiots. Has flashbacks to doing the exact thing before. (laughs) (laughs) Some people can get misguided in the heat of the moment, and sometimes people die. I'll admit that it was not a smart thing to do, but I found myself in a similar situation, so I can't fault them too hard. Maybe you can. I'm just concerned that they're going to go right back out there, and then when we go back out adventuring, we're just going to find them dead. It's not really something I like having to see. Well, most of them seem to have some form of skill or another, at least Quote, from where they're from, the America. What? What is that? The America? Is it like a, a tavern of some kind? Where, where they? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I can't say as I'm super involved in uh, our geography, but it could be another continent. I, I've never heard of it. Although, I mean, to be fair, I really don't know that much. Yeah. Have you ever seen a world map? I sure haven't. Uh, well... Nothing that's recent, at least. And I didn't really study it too much. Well, maybe we'll come in and uh, come upon something in our travels that'll allude to this America. Could be another world. This uh, Our world here is full of magic. I've been taught that from when I was little. Anything could happen. Yeah, anything. Well, then I... I think I'm going to just 
going to take a walk around the area for a little bit. All Just right. Keep an eye on Cece. Make sure she doesn't, you know, do Cece things. <laughs> well, I'll do my best to make sure she's not discovered. Aside from that, I can't make promises, but I'll try. I appreciate the effort. And he puts his hand on your shoulder and like gives you a nice squeeze before he moves it and turns to go. All right. Well, there's a party to get to. I smile with great delight and rush back in. And the band begins to play again. Not that they stop, but like it becomes more obvious to you. I, I go back in, get hit with a rush of smells. I'm like, ah, oh, this is where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So gentlemen who went downstairs with the girls, over to you. Do we see them? The girls, that is? Oh, yeah. So you make your way down the stairs. Uh, not long after the girls made their way down, but somehow Cece with her really quick legs and dragging Kelsey along. They make their way down the stairs before you do, and you see them charge over. Um, Cece is looking around wildly for this, air quote, fortune teller that you spoke of. Cece, why why would you run off ahead when we know where she is? You're shouting to the crowd. (sighs) Taylor, do you want to go get them? Sure. I'll I'll, I'll do a little hurry down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) So you, like, scamper down the stairs, like, with your shoulder... Yeah, just like just like one just like one arm on the rail and just basically just letting my feet flutter on the stairs. Okay, so you act like a kid going down the stairs. Pretty much. Got it. All right. So Alan's having a good time now. He runs down the stairs like a child, complete with a uh, jubilant smile and uh, unchildish beard. <laughs> I was about this. I was thinking about the beard too. I just imagine this tall guy. How are you? Like five eleven. It's pretty tall. So you're this tall, like, broad-shouldered guy coming down the stairs with a big old smile on your face. Trim beard, too. So you'd make your way down the stairs, and you see that uh, Kelsey is being dragged around by Cece, who um, is just going up to eat people. And she seems to be, like, talking to them and asking questions, and they're pointing in a direction. So she starts to follow their fingers. And just as you get up to them, Cece darts away again. Help me, Mr. Helen! Kelsey kind of shouts out. I will attempt to uh, catch up to them. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to run after them. Try to like grab CC on the shoulder. Okay. Roll to grapple. grapple. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh CMB? Yeah. Yeah. 22. Oh yeah, no. Okay. So you plant a firm hand on CC's shoulder and you just grip down and you feel her pull against and she's like whoop. CC. Hey, hey. What? Calm down. Oh, oh. Oh, I'm so sorry, Kelsey. I it just and she lets go of her hand. I I haven't had a friend in a long time, so this is really exciting for me. I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to hurt you or or drag you around. Um, sorry, Miss. Sorry, sorry. I'm sure we're all aware of your lack of male intent. <laughs> male intent is what I heard. Male intent. <laughs> yeah, idiot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why Excuse is the male you. intent? <laughs> I, what? <laughs> Why is the male in a tent? It's a malintent. <laughs> then who's Mal? Dagnabbit, Mal. This is Mal Sumas. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's run from that right now. Before we <laughs> stop that right now. So, Mr. Smoot finally catches up. Finally catches up. A little, I would say, winded. Moving around more than he's probably used to. Uh. It's been a while since you've exercised, sir. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the character. <laughs> Same uh, reaction. <laughs> well, since we're all gathered here now, shall we make our way? 
I'm going to look around the room for the uh, the lady again. You don't even need to roll for that. You right. know where she is. Dope. Is she still there? She is at her table. You do see that there are some people who are also sitting there with her. Uh, and they, after a few moments, they kind of grab her hands and shake their heads, looking like they're thanking her. One of them actually pulls out a handkerchief and wipes their face and looks like they were crying. And then they get up, one holding the other on the shoulders and the other one with the tissue blowing their nose as they walk away. Witcher heck, let's find out. So you approach the table? Yep. Cece, you seemed so eager. Would you like to go first? And I motion to the booth. Yes, 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 yes. She goes up and she sits down. She shimmies her little shoulders and sits upright. And she doesn't seem to know what to do with her hands. So she keeps placing them on the table and putting them in her lap and putting them on the table. My dear girl, please just put, put them. Stop. And she just puts them in her lap and holds them there. Um... I would like to have my fortune told, please. All right. And she looks up at you guys. Are you right behind, Cece? More or less. Okay. So she looks up and she shakes her head exasperatedly because of this young woman child thing that's sitting in front of her. Young woman child. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into the woman's eyes with, with, with that sort of, uh, yeah, welcome to our lives kind of look. She looks back with a look that you don't really know what it is, but she's probably thinking, why is he looking at me like that? (laughs) That means she has a low sense motive. All right. So she says, all right, child, I'm not a child. I am a young, I am a young woman. And she adjusts her breasts with her arms kind of to like fluff them just to make herself, she like crosses her arms and lifts just to make herself look a little bigger and sits up more upright. All right, fine. Put your hand on the cards, please. So Cece reaches her hand out, touches the cards, after which, put your thoughts deep into the cards. And she's like, do you have any questions? No, I just want to know my fortune. Okay. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. I got the perfect one. Will I find the answers that I seek? (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) God. The answers that I'm looking for, gosh. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. It it should more eloquent. I I worded it too eloquently. Okay. She begins to shuffle the cards, and after a moment, she begins to place them down, three on the table, in a very particular order, and then she starts to flip them. The first card that she flips over in the center, you see that it appears to be some kind of strange, demonic-looking thing. And the woman hovers over the card for a moment, and she says, You find it difficult to move forward in your life, and you feel trapped in your current circumstances. But there is danger all around you and you need to be careful. And then she flips the card that is on the right of it. But do not be afraid. All that you have done and worked for will come to fruition. And then she flips over the first card. All of this came about due to something drastic happening in your past. It seems the loss of your loved ones. And as you look at the cards, um, all of you make perception checks who are at the table right now. So that would be Smoot and Helen. Got a 24. Oh, that's right. My perception's is zero. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. The cards look a little strange to you. They actually are kind of hard to tell what they are because it almost looks like it's painted like almost stained glass patterns. And so sometimes the images get a little contorted. Alan, you see basically just like this colorful card to the right of the card that looked really red and dark and just evil. And then to the left of it, you just see another dark card with eyes staring out as Smoot looks a little bit closer, you can tell that it appears to be on the right side, almost looks like scales of some kind. And then on the left, you also see just like these eyes peering out through some darkness. 
All right, well, that's it for my end, child. I'm not a child, I'm a woman. Yes, um, are you back for another fortune, sir? And she looks over at you, Alan, and gestures to her chair. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, I'll ask another question, why not? I don't even know if the first one counted. <laughs> you can cram it. <laughs> why don't you just ask her what you really want to know? What Your fortune? year is it? <laughs> what year is it? Where are we? When are we? Who am I? Who am I? Why am I in a frilly tutu? So you just want to know the date? More or less. Okay. That and what happened to Virginia? (laughs) (laughs) Is Virginia a woman or... Oh, as far as I know, it used to be a place. It was also a very common name of a woman, but I assume he's referring to the place. Interesting. It's probably one of those settlements that got devoured by the force. That sounds like Roanoke. <laughs> that you was were in Virginia. Roanoke. You were in Roanoke. <laughs> I mean, Roanoke is in Virginia, so I guess that would make sense. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. I'll see what I can do. Well, for your first question regarding the year, it's 1508. When did that start getting tracked? A thousand five hundred years ago? I I don't... Do we have any sense of time before then? What? Is he asking a fortune teller this? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Does the spiritualist not commune with the dead? You know, people that were there during the past? (laughs) Now, the question is, is that in character? Well, my comment... That wasn't the voice. My my comment wasn't in character. Yeah. But no, no, I get what you're coming from because I'm just like... Maybe she knows something. I'm no, I just want answers. All right. How about... Uh, why don't we just kind of try and... I do fortunes. Well, how about that? Let me do a fortune for you instead. That that seems like it would be a good plan. You said what? Was it 1508? 1508. I can do the fortune for you. Like, do you actually need to know what day it is? Are you okay? I think they're a little... And Cece kind of gestures to her head in a circle... Hey, 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 we may be from back then, but back then that still meant something. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is going on? She says, well, this is Windun, the 12th of my year. Interesting. Windun, 12th of my year. Now, 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 if you were to put down a calendar, how, how many days are in a week? Do you, know what a, do you know what a week? Do they know what a week is, Taylor? <laughs> do they have the concept of weeks and months, Taylor? You gotta ask specifics. I'm a fortune teller. Please, let's keep this a little <laughs> bit more fortune telly at this point. Like, what, what do you? Is that a technical term? <laughs> <laughs> fortune telling. It's a new word now. <laughs> Accepted. <laughs> well, I'm just imagining a business card with fortune telly on it. Fortune telly? Yeah, that's what she's Fortune tellier. <laughs> All right, like I said, I'm a fortune teller. This is not pertinent to me. What are you just going to tell him this general fortune? <sighs> what happens when I go into the woods tomorrow? <laughs> I thought you were going to say go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, he might what be happens? in the woods. No, when I go to the bathroom. What happens in the outhouse stays in the outhouse. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Do they even have bathrooms here? All right, listen here. And she puts the cards down the table and she says, put your hand on the deck. Gently, please. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Focus your energy into the deck. All of your thoughts, all of your questions. How how, how do I do that? (laughs) 
Do, do I, I think you gotta like, think real hard, Taylor? Focus on like, the deck. Look at the deck. So just think about the cards. B- focus on the cards. My goodness. All right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so your character's focused on the cards. As he's doing this, Finnevere comes over and hears him getting scolded by this fortune teller. Does Finnevere come I, up? I come up behind him, g- gently grab his hand, and gently but firmly place it onto the deck. Gently. My, my, my hands were already on the deck. You're not focusing enough, clearly. What does that even mean? Shh. <laughs> and I put my hand over his eyes. Think. But not too hard. <laughs> not enough to come up with a question. I think I see smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> Shh. I put my other hand on Smoot's mouth. <laughs> well, you are the most useful man I've had around in a while. I blush. <laughs> All right. So she flips over the center card. And on it, you see a building that looks like a tower. And she says, this card represents your present This building, this tower, it says that much has changed for you. Whether or not you've left this place called Virginia, you've started a new life. Although things are not going according to your plans. Mm. She flips over the card to the right of it. And she says this card represents the future. As you look at it, you see that it is a person that is sitting on the throne. It looks like a male figure. In the future, you will have to make a choice. One that determines who you become or who you serve. That one's easy. That one's Jesus Christ. (laughs) And then she flips over the card to the left of it, and she says, this represents the past. The past often influences the way our futures turn out. So the image that you're looking at is flipped compared to the other cards. It's upside down. As you look at it, it looks like there's wheels, and it almost looks like it's supposed to be some kind of vehicle, like a chariot. And she says, but you have come from a long journey, and your past is behind you. But perhaps this will change your future, and all of your purposes come from your past. And she takes your, um, the cards and gathers them up, and then puts them back in the deck. I don't think you're seeing Virginia no more, Taylor. So let me get this straight. These cards have determined that I've come from somewhere far, and that depending on what I do in the future, it'll determine who I am. That sounds pretty big to me. That sounds about as useless as a horoscope from China on a Tuesday. Excuse you. It's pretty blatantly obvious we're new in town if she hasn't seen us before. So, of course, we've come from somewhere far. And your actions always influence your future. I'm just saying it sounds like something I could have said to any six-year-old. I think it's best that you gentlemen take your leave. Madam, please accept my humble apologies on my associate's behalf. Very well. I appreciate your efforts. However, I must say their faith in the divine is very strange indeed. Uh, many people are strange. It's the salt of the earth. I learned to enjoy it. Well, I'm going to take a moment for myself after such a insult to my abilities. Thank you. And she scoots back from her seat and she gets up. And to the left, she heads toward a door where there's a wall and she seems to go back inside of it. Well, that wasn't very nice, Alan. Oh, I'm sorry. Around, my, around where we come from, you call out hacks when they're hacks. And where I come from, you respect someone's business. Especially if someone's doing you a service for free. This is a party. A place ah, of yes. merriment. The service of telling me anything that a, that a seven-year-old, someone in second grade could tell you. Oh, if you came from somewhere, you came from somewhere. And wherever you are, there you be. 
Well, we'll see when we go into the forest. If you have to make a difficult choice to choose who you serve, then maybe you'll have to come back and make a great apology. I'm, I'm just saying that <clears throat> fortune could be applied to literally anyone in existence in the history of ever. Let's well, see. You've how come make from a, a, How about we make a friendly wager? Does he even have any money left to wager? <laughs> oh, not all wages are done in coin. Some are in services. Let's just say the loser, depending on tomorrow's events, will owe the other a favor they can't refuse. Oh, no. <laughs> now, that just sounds like you setting up a wager for proof positive of what she just said. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I don't know about you, but that sounds like you're setting it up so that you'll be right no matter what. Finevere of Veer making Set a double-ended agreement that can only benefit him. Hmm. I'm lawful good, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, if I make this deal with you, then no matter what happens tomorrow, no, or no matter what I choose, my choice We'll indicate my service to you, which would just only fulfill what she just said. So I could just choose to not do what you said and prove you wrong. Then you can't lose. <laughs> exactly. I can't lose if I don't play the scam. My friend, one day I think your eyes will be open. Today, it's a good day for some rest. Are, are you glad my eyes are open right now? Maybe he has his eyes closed. Uh, they have metaphors in America, don't they? Indeed they do. Uh, just checking. All of you make a perception check, except for, I'm sorry, Zach, you're not there yet. Oh. You're upstairs. I'm gonna do it anyway. Two. <laughs> it's not a two. <laughs> 24. Apparently, uh, Taylor did have his eyes closed. <laughs> well, that's because you're arguing with Finevere. 13. Okay. So, Smoot, as Finevere and... Alan are bickering about this fortune teller business and whether or not he should take a deal or make a bet with Finevere. You kind of notice that Cece's demeanor has changed a little bit and she seems to be quieter and staring out at the band, but not really paying attention to them. Did you take that serious words to heart? Huh? N what? Yeah, I don't know. She told you to calm down. And ever since then, you've been awful quiet. Um, ahem. no, I'm good. Everything's fine. Sense motive. <laughs> Charles Smoot got a 17 on a sense Ooh, motive. Yeah. A 17 on a Ooh, sense motive. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, how dare you? Okay. You can tell that she seems to have been affected by the seer's words, but you're not sure really if it's her being corrected or if it's something else. Now, Taylor's prophecy was rather vague. How about yours? Did it hit a little too close to home? Nope. Vague. No. Okay. Well, what did Al end up ordering, anyways? Oh. Well, we got one of everything. What do you mean, one of everything? <laughs> Ooh. I, how, how is this, like, a question? What all is there? Kelsey! There's a menu, sir! I'm all excited. I go over... Kelsey I, I, comes over, too. She's just like, yeah, we got one of everything. <laughs> how much is there? What did it cost him? All I know is it cost him one. One what? No, 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 I, no. At least one. I, I put my hand again on Smoot's face and then gently turn it towards the menu. Okay. Smoot. Oh. oh you going to read oh, the menu? Oh. That's a lot of ones. Yeah. <laughs> he did get at least one. One of everything. <laughs> well, we didn't know what else to get. Well, I didn't know what to get, so I just said get one of everything. 
So that'll feed everybody. And he'll listen. <laughs> I give Smoot a patronizing pat on the back. Uh, <laughs> he also gave us a drink. Of water, I hope. Um, Kelsey kind of steps in and says, yes, it was water. I I walk right up to Kelsey, <laughs> put my hands on either side of her shoulders. What did Cece get to drink? <laughs> are you going to I think the question is, what are, what are we going to get to drink? I put a cup of ale into his 15. hand. I try to put it into his hand. A, a full cup, a full mug of ale. 15 Do you take the full mug of ale that he's placing in your hands? I'm dropping <laughs> I mean, my hands are on either side of Kelsey's shoulders right now. I would displace them. You can't a graph. Uh, is, that, is that a grapple? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, would that be a uh, sleight of hand or diplomacy? That's a diplomacy. Can you diplomacy players? Yes, you can. What was my intimidate at me? Um, Kelsey just kind of says... 32. It, it wasn't water necessarily. It was more like a juice. Was it a... Uh, and as Jaden so aptly hands me an ale, was it this kind of juice? <laughs> Would you say it was <clears throat> grain juice? It wasn't your daddy's juice. <laughs> was the juice fermented? Wait, Did it sit outside wait, wait. too long? I, I, I cast a spell. I grab the, the fine sand in my, uh, in my pouch and I flick it in Smoot's face. To make him forget, like, uh, GM discretion, short-term memory. Okay. <laughs> get a will save. Yeah, he should get a will save against that. I'm yeah, there's sure. a will save. What's the DC? Uh, 13. <laughs> Thanks for the juice. <laughs> Wait, no, that's one of my higher level spells. 14. Ooh. Ooh. 16 total for the will. Oof. Rip. You just, like, take the dust and go, Wacha! in his face. <laughs> Why are you throwing sand in people's <laughs> eyes? Bless you. Kelsey says. Tonsutite. <laughs> it's more of that black magic. He's trying He's to cast just, a spell Smith's on you. just standing there confused and bewildered. <laughs> he just takes a sip of his ale that's now in his hand. That's uh, right, Finn, Mr. Smooth. what sort of witchcraft have you worked on, Charles? <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> also, it's actually one of my favorites. Care to try no, no, I just want to know what it does. It gets sand in your eyes, Taylor. What does it look like? I, I cast it again. <laughs> Memory lapse. Okay. Roll Andrew, will. Have Alan roll his will save. 16. Oh, man. <laughs> sorry, 16. Is that, you don't have anything in will? I'm oh, sorry, 15. I have a negative one in will. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually closer. How do you have a negative one in will? He has because a negative wisdom fight. score. So, so okay, level, level, level one fighters have a zero base save for will, and my wisdom is negative one. Therefore, okay. my will saves are a negative one. Okay. This is so Finnevere does it again. In his face with the sand. You call us rude for insulting people. You just go and throw sand in their eyes. Oh, uh, I know this one. My father always told this joke. You've been assaulted, no, sanded. Dang it. <laughs> and I've been working on it. You know, most people I tried on recently, they uh, seem to forget the past few moments. <laughs> but Would then you again, spike the sand with drugs? No, no. He's got a point. Then again, what what point does it have? Fair, the other ones seem to forget the recent moment and turn of getting angry. Yeah, see, exactly. I think that's very useful. <laughs> Maybe I'll try that one day. 
she this is Kelsey who's talking, and she seems to be picking up some of Cece's <laughs> behaviors. Fans, well, I recommend finding a very good porter, porter and mest, porter, uh, mortar and mortar pestle, mortar and porter. pestle to borrow. <clears throat> ben, I'm gonna have to ask you real kind, like, to not work devil magic on us. At least avoid the eyes. Oh. And see, uh, Kelsey points, I think that's our food. I mean, I'm seeing a giant tray and like five people carrying it up the stairs right now. I roll stealth and try to <laughs> to sneak away towards the food. Uh, that sure looks like gonna, it would be one of everything. <laughs> I'm going to roll constitution for uh, whether or not my stomach's rumbling. Uh, it's an eight. Uh, Your twi- stomach's rumbling. Actually, uh, 21 on stealth to uh, run towards the food. Uh, if they make perception checks, otherwise you're going to get away with it. And... 23. Okay, so Smooth sees that Alan doesn't, Alan's stomach is growling so loud, you could probably hear it over the music. Do, uh, do I hear it? <laughs> roll perception. 20. Alan, roll for the loudness. Roll your... <laughs> do I roll constitution again? Charisma. Roll charisma? <laughs> your stomach's, how charismatic is your stomach? <laughs> Not very. Three! <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it, it's. Do I just like rip the largest one ever? <laughs> <laughs> you get both ends. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think the stomach was an end. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, he gets a he toots and his stomach growls. He's probably gonna poop. <laughs> Mr. Taylor, I'd kindly ask you to find one of those aforementioned tents where you alleviate yourself. <laughs> But if you're hungry, you're going to have to catch up with Finnevere over there. Looks like he darted away. <laughs> you just see Kelsey kind of inching away towards Al, away from Alan towards <laughs> the food. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Everybody, uh, Alan, do you go upstairs or are you going to go find a bathroom? <laughs> I'll find a bathroom and come back in a few minutes. Who would escort the ladies upstairs? Okay. Try not to mess yourself on the way there. So... I am not a child. He's a woman. <laughs> or a CC. You're darn right I'm a woman. I'm a strong, independent woman that don't need no smoot. As <laughs> CC would put it, maybe more of a young lady. Don't try to try not to accentuate your breasts too much. Alan's gonna grab his chest and push it together just to spite him. Uh, oh, this room is bigger than mine. <laughs> Just kidding, my. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't play tonight. I'm sorry, CC. Did you just insinuate that your bedroom is bigger than this tavern? I think she was talking about her breasts. <laughs> Are we sure we didn't have any alcohol before tonight? <laughs> we did have the alcohol, or so the uh, fermented watermelon. <laughs> you did. All right. No, um, I meant in real life. <laughs> so everybody except for Alan uh, begins to make their way upstairs. But Cece does um, kind of say to you, Smoot. What's your character's first name again? Charles. Charlie boy. Charlie boy. She's, she looks at you. I will throat chop you. <laughs> um... Would it be okay if I just went and I kind of no. <laughs> you didn't even get to finish your sentence. Up the stairs. You're the one who ordered one of everything. You're not my guardian. I don't have to listen to what you do. What you say. <laughs> and she just I runs. Home. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> I'm within that unless your CMD is lower than six. Oh, yeah, no, she, she dodges she, underneath of your, your... She'd have to have a negative five dexterity <laughs> to do that. You reach out and try to swipe at her. She dodges under it just very fluidly and moves towards the dance floor mm. where you see a bunch of other people dancing, and she does seem to try and join in on the crowd. Strangely enough, not my problem. <laughs> and I can I just is, does Kelsey follow me or is she trying to go to the dance floor uh, as well Kelsey goes upstairs with you okay then yes I will escort Kelsey upstairs okay alright so you guys make your way upstairs where David and Al gosh there's Al and an Al you're right I'm gonna have to start doing a different <laughs> thing last names you're right I gotta go by last names alright so that's Mest that's Taylor that's what he's been going that's by what Taylor. I've been doing hey Taylor how you doing girl <laughs> uh, probably on my way back from the outhouse how Good. swift are you <laughs> Taylor. Fortitude save. Fourteen. Fort, fourteen. 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 It's going to take you a little bit, but you do uh, you do pinch a loaf. Uh, but you guys all make your way upstairs. Uh, you see good old maybe, potty humor. At least it's solid, not liquid. Those are the worst ones. David and Mest are kind of sitting at the table, and they are discussing the watermelon in depth. Mm, watermelon. All right. So the food is literally being placed at the table. It's filled. There's like almost no room. Well, ah, good. Ah, and you're all back as well. Looks like you got what you ordered, Mest. Perception check. Uh, I'm looking. Are you sure it's all there? I think you could lose count. <laughs> Everything. I'm perception checking the group. Uh, so that would be a 10. You do see that everybody is there except for Alan and Cece and Namali, who left earlier. So like half the group. <laughs> so like half your group. <laughs> Everyone and if they got here. upstairs, I would ask where Cece was. It's yeah. my responsibility. Yeah. And it would seem you you've seemed to have lost two as well. Where's Cece? Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean I tried to stop her. She ran off. Yeah. <sighs> I, I I run. I just I, I don't say anything else. I I bolt downstairs. I just with point blistering speed. I just point dance floor. <laughs> I don't know. Did I hear that? Uh, want to make perception check? My first good perception check all game. <laughs> oh boy! My first twenty. Hey! <laughs> Is it a natty twenty no. or a dirty? No, 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 20? no. Total twenty. Total 20. sixteen and four. Dirty twenty. Got it. Yeah. No, just just artificial twenty. Artificial twenty. I like that better. You're right. Artificial. Scene. I don't know. I like dirty twenty more. God, he, 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 he's showing off his uh, his fake twenties. Okay, so as you guys are, everyone else is getting settled at the table. Alan's coming back in from the bathroom. Finnevere is kind of making his way back downstairs, going to look for Cece. Everyone else settles around the table, but you kind of hear the music kind of stops suddenly, and you hear the sound of footsteps marching and making their way towards the building. And you can tell that a lot of people are kind of murmuring and looking from their seats. So you guys do hear like people kind of starting to murmur to each other and they seem to be a little worried. And you see that there are some type of guard coming towards the building and you see that they're carrying a torch. Did I see CC when I walked down the steps, even at a distance? You see that there is a that the band has kind of moved. You see that the crowd in the center where the dance kind of was dispersed a little bit and people seem to be backing away and moving towards the back. People actually at the front move from their tables as well. They're in the building? They're coming up the stairs to the building right now. Oh, I was on the stairs. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. There's two. Stairs from outside to the door. Oh, okay. I get it, I get it. And there's also the balcony that we're on. So the balcony stairs all the way at the back of the building 
The front stairs are all the way at the front of the building. So they're coming up the front stairs right now. And you make a perception check. Rather odd. I only got one good one the whole game. Make it two. Thirteen. Nope. Rather odd. The music stopped. All right. So you see these men in plated armor. They're coming up the stairs. They appear to have red scarves around their shoulders. um, And they're wearing helmets that obscure their faces. They come in and they shoo people away from their tables. It appears that there's not too many of them, about six of them, but they seem to be taking over one of the tables at the front. One of the guards walks over and he takes off his helmet. Play your music. We are here to celebrate. Nobody responds. None of the band starts playing and the tension starts to grow even greater. Can Smoon roll a perception check? Yes. 14. You hear this man shout downstairs. I'm going to walk to the edge of the balcony yeah, and also look edge. down. Mm-hmm. 13 for perception. You also hear it and you see this person. It's hard to see them directly because they're just like right underneath of where you're standing uh, on the balcony. Does my character recognize uh, what's going on here? Your he character familiar? hasn't really had any interaction with them, but they seem like they're the very famed or infamous red guard at your door. Is that bad? the foreboding music doesn't really indicate all that much Uh, don't worry I have a plan why are they infamous what are they infamous for why don't you roll a knowledge local yeah we can do knowledge local local I've already been told to stay out of their way 24 that's a that's good local only I could roll like this for perception (laughs) someone stop playing their violin ominously you know that the Red Guard serve the king of Taija, that they are not well-liked among the people um, in most villages for their behavior, um, especially to those who have not sworn allegiance to the king. If I did see Cece, I did want to cast a spell. I never got an answer. Uh, you don't see her in the crowd. Okay. I want to make a perception check. Uh, is there anywhere to... Uh to escape from the upper level that we're currently at? Yeah, jump down. Just the stair or basically vaulting yourself over the uh, railing that's up there? Why is everyone so quiet? You say and break <laughs> the silence. He said to keep playing music, guys. I don't know. Of, yeah, oh, oh, of course. Gosh, that was like almost long enough to be an awkward silence. Serious tension. So the band starts to play again, but you can tell that <clears throat> they're not playing with as much vibrato as they had before. Oh. Uh, it turns out I don't need to see her. I cast a spell. What do you cast? Message. I take out my copper wire and string it between my hands, mm-hmm. and I cast message to CC. Okay. As long as she's an ally, I can do this. I think you have to be able to see them and point uh, with it message. Doesn't say that. Wait, no, you don't, you're right. I do have to point my finger at the creature that I want to receive the message. I take that back. So unfortunately, you're not able... You, you, you try, but the spell does not go through. Ah, shame. Shame for shame. So the guard, uh, they've taken over the whole front area. Not There's only about six of them sitting at these tables, but everyone seems to be avoiding them. One of the guards slams his hand out on the table. Waiter! Waiter! What is this service? And he gets up, and he takes out a weapon that you don't really recognize. And he starts to walk towards the back where the counter is, where the, you, where the orders were being placed and the menu is. Is that underneath the balcony? It's all basically underneath the balcony. So essentially, the balcony covers two-thirds of the entire floor space down below. Oh. But it covers like towards the left side of the building. So it's pushed up against the wall 
Um, so you can see the band below. Can I roll a perception check to see if my character would have seen him get up angrily and draw a weapon? Sure. Also, for the record, I put on my uh, white glove or a pair of white gloves. Hey. Okay. There's food. No, you don't. You see him get up and he shoves his chair and starts to walk towards the back underneath of the balcony where you can't see him anymore. Hey, hey, Schmoot. Yeah? What, what looks like it's going on down there? I don't know. A bunch of people walked in. Looks like the uh, classic D-bags roll into the bar and start taking it over. And uh, Taylor, when did you stop it? pooping? <laughs> I got back a while ago. What? <laughs> oh. I guess while I do Wait. my copper out, I will message them. I'll okay. do a quick point. So you point uh, up the stairs to where you can kind of see yep. Smoot's head poking over. Rather large man. Mm. Big bone. I, I got I to gotta make a short message. I only have a few words. Uh, they can reply with a few words as well. Yes. Whatever you do, no matter what, don't anger them. Who? How does your character react to that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so I didn't hear Taylor come up the stairs, and now I'm hearing Finnevere when he's downstairs. What's going on? I cast again. It's more of his devil magic. <clears throat> I'm really good at throwing my voice. <laughs> uh, it's like a ventriloquist. It only goes 130 feet, but in a building, it's very useful. Yes, it is. I'll so continue messed. my search for CC. You... Shepard's pie. Shepard's pie? Yeah. What's the shit? I mean, if you're not going to eat it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the, the stew. Mm, I take the shepherd's pie. All right. So you guys are just eating. Take um, an ale. I'm, I'm not actually eating the stew. I'm just holding on to it. Oh, I'm eating the shepherd's pie. Is, is, <laughs> what, what are you holding on to the beef stew There's for? sweet potatoes. There are. Is, um, is there meat? There is. There's shepherd's pie. That I yeah, mine. Yeah, but you have that. He's got the beef stew. Uh, I'll, I'll grab what, whatever the nearest meat dish is. Okay. So you'll, you'll grab the beef stew. Whoa. Whoa, they gonna fight for that? No, because oh. he, he already has the beef stew. That's what I thought. What is there, like turkey leg? All right, I'm gonna read this menu off to you really quick. Mm. They got beef stew, cheese rolls, mashed potatoes, baked potato, corn on the cobs, spiced potatoes, biscuit, bread and butter, steamed carrots, shepherd's pie, pickled beets, boiled leeks, <laughs> ale, lager, spirits, and table wine. Wow, so we got the only two meat things. <laughs> oh, guess, uh... There's a, it's literally a shareable bowl and plate. Like, nope. it's not meant for one person, <laughs> you monsters. Unless he says something, he hasn't said anything. Can, uh, this can is I, my stew. Can, can, uh, there may can, be a plan for can it. I, can I get some of that shepherd's pie? It's a bit. It looks like a bit more than enough for just you. I don't know. Can you? May I? You may. <laughs> to be honest, I'd like I'll split it in directly half. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> t t Taylor will pray over his food. Smooth okay. would join him. <laughs> so you guys are just like chill upstairs, yeah. praying and we were told food. not to anger anybody. No one's gonna get upset if we're eating uh, food. Okay. Correction: You were told oh, not yeah, to anger yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, the other two of us have no idea what's going on. Okay, so Finnevere, you do see Cece in the back in a group, and she sees you, and she kind she looks at you like her eyes are really wide, like she's really nervous. And she starts to make her way towards you, but it's crossing in front of the path of this guard who doesn't notice uh, her and they the bump into each other. second I notice her, uh -huh. I use message to say, now would be a great time to put that mask on. Okay. She stops before she leaves the crowd and she puts the mask on. She walks out, like I said, and as she does, he doesn't see her and he's storming up and he bumps into her, which causes her to fall back onto the floor. Watch it, wench. Before I take... Ugh, what is that mask you have on? He leans down and he looks at her. Ugh, and he scoffs and he goes up to the table. 
I demand service. And so the person at the desk is, or at the table, is just nervously comes up and starts to speak with him. Susie gets up, brushes herself off, and then quickly runs over to you. The whole time, I'll keep a smile on my face. Uh, if she gets, uh, comes to me, I'll grab her hand, smile, and just uh, kind of guide her uh, towards the table. So you do this, and she comes back up with you to the table where they are hoarding a giant bowl of beef stew and shepherd's pie pan. I cut it in half and gave him some. The other half's mine. Two big burly men are eating half of a shepherd's pie each. Cece takes a seat at the table, but she keeps the mask on. How are you going to eat with that on your face? Ah, oh, don't bother. Uh, yeah, try some grilled leeks. She's the one who ordered one of everything here. Tell me she's not going to eat any of it. I slip um, Cece some chocolate and it's like, hey, this helps my nerves. She takes it, but she doesn't eat it. Meat pie, anyone? I guess I'll share. I guess I will, too. You know, since those guys came in, the, the party really died down. I feel like I need to fix this. How, how do you suppose you're going to do that, Mast? <laughs> I'm going to take my bowl of beef stew and one of the tankards veil. I'm going to start walking downstairs. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Please do not. The hey. man is still at the counter. <laughs> hey, Fenivir, is there anything we should know about these guys? Uh, um, <laughs> it's like, just a moment. Mast, this is your kind of speaking. <laughs> <laughs> so he casts message on him. You're not my conscience. My conscience knows exactly what's going on. Uh, and sounds like Bruce, but, but like uh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't actually sound like Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. And you definitely don't want to cause a fight. I want to wisdom. <laughs> I, I want to try to make a wisdom ch check, basically. Or what Let's am I say? rolling to, to, to verify that that voice is his? Wouldn't so that would be your. Is it just sense motive? He's, he'd be rolling sense, bluff. Yeah, that'd be bluff I, versus sense motive. Okay. You gotta be at negatives for telling someone you're their conscience. So it depends on if the GM declares this as far fetched or impossible. I'm either either at. It, it's closer to far fetched because he's pretty stable in his stable being in quotes there <laughs> in his own mind. No, I'm not. Apparently. Then then he only needs to get a total of eight. <laughs> Ah, and a total of eight. Okay. Two. <laughs> my conscience is speaking to me, but it's not in my voice. Hmm. Well, when have I ever listened to you before? <laughs> that is his choice. Fair point. <laughs> this is your stomach speaking. You are so hungry. You can do this later. It's getting... Uh, it, the the uh, DC's getting... Oh, no, no, no. Lower and lower with every step he takes in his head, he just hears his stomach's voice. Every single step. This is your stomach speaking. 24 is still technically possible and far-fetched. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, at, a, at a impossible. 15. You know it's not your stomach. Your Maybe your conscience. Your conscience <laughs> is lying to you. Why are you trying to lie to me now? You already know the plan. The guard uh, who's at the... I'm assuming I'm like having this conversation as, as we get down, the down the stairs. Yeah, like you're at the bottom of the stairs by this point. I break concentration and I'm like, I, I deep sigh. <sighs> Everything all right, Finnevir? No, I just get a little tuckered out after... Oh, well, we'll see in a few minutes. You get tuckered out after you'll see in a few minutes? Oh, Sorry. Don't tell a, me you're another psychic. If you see me use this, and I, I, I flail the little bit of copper in front of his face, I might get a little woozy. <laughs> Is it like your kryptonite? No, copper. it's like trying My to focus weakness. on the pin of a needle for like a minute. 
Anyway, well, Mest might be doing something down there. He said he was going to liven up the party. So Mest is we'll at see. the bottom of the stairs, and you see that the guard who was talking with the woman behind the counter is making his way back up front, still appears a bit perturbed. I'm going to uh, walk over to the person by the counter who he was just talking to. Yes. So, uh, what's with the stiff? Uh, they just wanted um, to order something, and we were just taking too long, that's all. Well, that's kind of rude. Yeah, well, we try not to be rude. You guys don't like them, do you? Um, she doesn't answer that. Well, you know, if someone were to cause a ruckus and draw their attention outside, I'm sure things would liven up a bit better in here. Um, please don't. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'll start heading back up the stairs. So Alfred is easily dissuaded <laughs> by the one employee who he, the one employee who just begs him with one word, with two words, please don't. Yeah. Much more convincing than his own conscience. <laughs> Listen, he already knew what was going on. Alfred comes back upstairs with his bowl and his mug. I'm, I'm sipping some of the ale as I come back up. You came back the same way that you left. What'd you do? I had a chat. Uh, so, Alfred, you know that your chair is the one that is by the railing, and you can see their chairs beneath you. <gasps> no! <laughs> no, please don't do this You've to me. You've got a pot of hot beef stew. <laughs> I'm just going to continue to sit next to Cece and eat and uh, just... I, I don't so have anyone to pray to, went, but... <laughs> the entire reason I went downstairs is so I could minimize the casualties to everyone else. <laughs> Alan doesn't know any of it. Alfred, your chair is the one that is by the railing that overlooks the lovely outdoor night sky that is sort of open ceiling. And beneath you, you see these tables with these men in these red scarves. Roll a will save. I know you I want do. to. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> what is it? It's a natural 20. He rolled the dice of mediocrity. Yes. The dice of mediocrity. Notice the dice of mediocrity just got me a natural 20. Right. So I'm at a 22 for my, will, for my will save. So your character, Alfred Kenneth Mest, resists the urge to pour his ale over the side and his beef stew. It would be a waste. I haven't, taste, I haven't tasted. I haven't The curse it of yet. mediocrity continues. Dang it! That is beautiful. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try the stew. Okay. Uh, how how good's the stew? It's terrible. I rolled a two. <laughs> oh no! Is it burnt? It's also really hot. Really hot burnt stew. <laughs> so, Benavir, is there anything we should know about these guys? Party well, seemed to die down a bit when we uh, met them. Do I feel like this is a safe distance to have a hushed conversation? A hushed conversation, yes. Okay. I can I ask that everyone else make perception checks to see if they notice me like looking over at them constantly. If they want to make perception uh, checks and are suspicious nope. of 11. you, then no. nah, I'm good. I'm good. No. Good. I, I've decided to succumb to whatever fate befalls me. Okay. Cool. Uh, I will inform those at the table. Cece looks a little shaken. These gentlemen of the red scarves are known as the Red Guard, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, sworn loyal to the king of Taija. Oh, Taija. Interesting. That's where they have libraries and books. And apparently, much danger. I was aware that Taija, it's like the king of Taija was not very popular 
I did know that the King of Taija was not very popular. I just didn't know how dangerous the situation was. If Amali is to believe, and he's, as far as I know, he's never lied to me yet. He seemed to be quite trustworthy. We may want to watch ourselves. As plus, um, a full plate male is a bit intimidating. They've still got faces which are plenty shootable. Yeah, but why shoot a face that doesn't need to be shot? They seem to be behaving enough. I wasn't why saying we'd seek, them out, seek it out. I don't know what you're seeking anyways. The only thing I'd be seeking is information. If I was told I can't go to Taiji, these are the next best things to get any information from there. I, 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 I don't know about that, uh, Smoot. They seem like dicks. Well, that's rather coarse and harsh. What'd they do to you? Well, we still have food and let's just enjoy ourselves and uh, have a good rest. The evening begins to pass. Was there anything else, Quentin, you were trying to do? I see you rolling things. Yeah, Smoot's gonna go down and talk to him. All right. So Smoot gets up from the table, not really dissuaded by anything that Finevere said. He has no real reason to be afraid. He gets up from the table and he makes his way downstairs to the front entrance where the guards are sitting at the front two tables. You said there were six of them? Yes. Several of them have taken off their helmets and a few are just kind of sitting back with their, like, the face guard of the helmet back and drinking ale. How are you all doing tonight? Sorry, the awkward entrance when everything kind of died down. Glad the festivities have sparked back up again. They shift their attention towards you and look you up and down. Strange clothes. Where are you from? I'm new in town. All right, Mr. New in town. Where are you from? <clears throat> new York. <laughs> what is this? And he looks at the other members of the group. New York. Is that a new settlement? Uh, not particularly. It's actually a rather old one. I guess um, north of here. He looks at his compatriots and gestures to one of them who seems to pull out a book and writes down something. If that's it, then be off with you. Oh, oh, all right. I mean, I just heard you were from Taija. What of it? I don't know. I was looking for a couple of answers. I was. I haven't been able to make my way to Taija yet. I didn't know if uh, you would. You all would know anything. Know anything about Taija? Do you know who we are? Not particularly. Like I said, new in town. Haven't seen you before. You haven't seen me. They all just exchange glances. Some kind of crazy, huh? That's a way of putting it. A lot of people have been saying that recently. Don't really get why. What do you want? I was just wondering, is it true that there's a large collection of knowledge and libraries back in Taija? Sure, I guess. Have you ever heard anything, a place called Oros as well? He raises an eyebrow. Oros. What? No, guess not. Whatever this New York thing you've got going on, you should probably keep it away from us. All right, suit yourself. And they go back to enjoying their ale. And you go back upstairs and rejoin the party. And I'm going to say the evening passes. Nothing really happens. They and the guards downstairs enjoy their meal and they stay for a while, actually well into the night until you you guys see that Kelsey and Swell as Cece seem to be getting tired and almost falling asleep. And as you make your way down the stairs and back out of the front, you pass by the guards who look at Smoot as he walks by and just eye him over as he goes. Not nearly as bad as you made him out to be, after all. Little car, uh... Wait, we're outside when he says this, right? Yeah. Okay. Little crass, but... Probably at the bottom of the stairs. I don't know how long that house is. I was never afraid of them being that bad. I was afraid of you guys offending people and and, uh, plate mail and weapons. 
Oh, you seem to have that effect on people, what in do you case mean you hadn't noticed. People. They were perfectly fine. I just asked a little bit about their hometown. Didn't really have much information, though. Eh, they seem kind of like dicks to me. Contemplated throwing my stew and ale at them. As you guys uh, get a decent distance away from the tavern and you're starting to head back up the forest path. Where's the Molly been? Don't know. He tends to disappear and reappear. Cece uh, takes off her mask and hands it back to you. She seems a little bit tired, but also still a little on edge. Am I allowed to roll to just try to comfort someone in general? Massage the shoulders, say a few comforting words, ask if they're okay. So you want to massage her shoulders as she's walking up the trail. Got it. Sure. Roll for that. it. Diplomacy. We'll use diplomacy. It's easier just to do it that way. It's to be comforting. Uh, 20. All right. You uh, attempt to comfort Cece by doing what exactly is it massaging her shoulders i'm not sure yeah uh well you you just pre- uh, well it, it doesn't have to be with like your thumbs but pressing on the uh the tense parts sure okay yeah. all right so your, your character attempt attempts to give her a relaxing kind of massage as she goes up the trail which she accepts but she still seems a bit just a bit tense which i would be able to feel yeah you can definitely feel it but you guys make your way back up to the cabin where you see a Molly at the top of the trail. And that is where I'm going to end off tonight. So thank you guys so much for listening to this, this episode of the Gate Chronicles. I am tired, man. I can't think straight. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to us on this third episode. No, well, fourth episode. Fifth episode? Fourth, fourth episode. Fourth wow. Episode. Okay. This fourth episode of the Gate Chronicles. Thank you so much for joining us. And I can't wait to have you guys come back next week for... Or, why are you so excited about next week? Well, next week when you guys, I don't, next time I release <laughs> the episode, man, leave me alone. I'm trying. Okay. Next Jeez. time on Pathfinder Ball Z. Next time on Pathfinder Ball Z. Okay. But anyway, guys, seriously, if you guys are enjoying the show and you want to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that because that helps us to get out there and get discovered by more people. Woo! So you can do that on iTunes, Podchaser, and beyond that. If you want to support us in other ways, we do have a merchandise store, which you can go to our website, missingroleplayerfound.com, and go to our store and get some really nice merchandise. I have some nice shirts from there. But also, we do have a Patreon as well, where at $1 a month, you can get access to early releases of episodes, special episodes, and other content. Woo! That's cool. Okay. And last, and certainly, definitely the least at this point. Join us on our Discord, guys. If you haven't followed us on our Twitter and all the other locations at RollFound, you can definitely join us on Discord where you can hang out with us, chat, play games, and annoy Quentin or myself or, I don't know, Zach, Blarg. You should definitely bug him about the fact that he did not throw the pot of stew. I was, done it. I was so excited. Should've I was ready. It. I was contemplating it the entire time. I was like, I could just go down towards the entrance. From the entrance, throw my stew in my ale. Oh, you could have done it from on top of the balcony. Yeah. yeah, but then I wouldn't have had a clear escape. But But listen, guys, listen. If you go to our Discord, you can actually pose questions to us, which we could read on the podcast. Like, also, why didn't you throw the stew? Why didn't you throw the stew? And it wasn't just because of a roll. We know you could have done it. She <laughs> asked very nicely. But anyway, again. Also, we love memes. We do love memes. Make your, bring us your memes. You, you've got to come and see all the memes, memes that Jaden's put on there for the, for the past, like, two, three episodes at this point. They're beautiful. Tied to woe. All right, guys, this is Tied to Woe, and we will see you two weeks from now. Bye! Bye. We need Tied to Woe merchandise now. I agree.